This past December, the Benedictine monks at Mount Angel Abbey gained a new deacon with the ordination of Brother Anselm Flores. I'm Sarah Kinsey with Modern Day Radio, and joining me this morning to discuss this exciting step is Brother Anselm. Good morning, Brother. Morning, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be with you and, of course, with everyone else. Well, brother, I want to ask you how exactly it works that the monks have brothers, they have deacons like you, they have priests. Can you explain to our listeners how exactly that works in the Benedictine community? That's a good question. And actually, the monks get that all the time because, you know, in the monastery, we have monks who are just plainly living out their monastic life as brothers some who are actually deacons, permanent deacons, some who are transitional deacons on the way to priesthood like me, and then, of course, some monks who are priests. So what's going on there? What's the difference? And, you know, as monks, as a community of close to 50 men, all of our lives, the main vocation of our lives is to the monastic life, and we've all discerned that. What does that mean? It means we've discerned that God's call for us is to live in one community under the rule of St. Benedict, under an abbot, and to live the daily life dedicated to prayer and to work. That's common to all the monks at the monastery. But at the same time, with all of us in the monastery, some feel called to the priesthood. Okay. And that is a discernment that happens with the monk in dialogue with his abbot and with the community. And if it's discerned that the monk is called to the priesthood, that is to be someone who leads the liturgical celebrations, someone who celebrates Mass, someone who hears confessions, Mm -hmm. someone who gives spiritual direction. If that's discerned for that specific monk, then he goes through the process that any seminarian would go through to become ordained a priest. And that's exactly the same for the diaconate too. So that's, that's the main difference. All of us are monks at the Abbey. We all have that common monastic life. But out of the group, some are feel called by God to also minister as priests and as deacons. Thank you. That's a great explanation. And so, brother, you were just ordained a transitional deacon on your way to the priesthood. Can you share with our listeners, what was this ordination experience like for you back in December? Yeah, so it was actually a beautiful experience. One of the things that in preparation for ordination, one of the things you're supposed to do is to have a five-day intense silent retreat. You don't have to do it necessarily right before the ordination. You can do that sometime during the semester. But I happened to have mine right before the ordination. So I had five days of silent preparation. And then at the end of those five days, boom, the ordination. So it was perfect. It, It was a beautiful five days of silent preparation because one of the things that I was told before going on the retreat is one thing that you should keep in mind in preparation for the ceremony is you're in silence preparing for the Holy Spirit to come down upon you and to change you. At the moment of ordination, the highest point of the ordination is when you're kneeling before the bishop and the bishop lays his hands on you and the Holy Spirit is invoked to come down on you. And I have that that image I had that image prepared during those five days. And actually, another image that came to mind was the days of creation, too. Mm. Because in the beginning, when there was just a void, God's spirit went onto the void and created. And I felt that, too, that out of my own nothingness, the spirit 
came down and recreated me into a deacon. And so I was preparing mentally for that. And when it did happen at the ceremony, I really felt the presence of the Spirit close and inside of me. Wow, that's very powerful. I love I love that image of of the Holy Spirit coming and making you into into something new. Um, and now you just mentioned the moment where the bishop places his hands on you, and that was a very powerful moment. I was I was blessed that I got to be at your ordination. It was it was just a beautiful day. But for those that weren't there or have not been to an ordination before, especially of of a deacon, which is going to be different than a priestly ordination, what are some of those key moments? in the liturgy that someone would see as they are at an ordination mass? I think that's the key moment. Um, But I would add another thing too. Right before that moment where the Holy Spirit is invoked, right before that, the man who is to be ordained lays prostrate on the floor. Mm -hmm. So he's laying down with his head on the floor. And the whole church kneels and prays the litany of the saints. Right. And that's beautiful because what the church is saying is, okay, we're going to call upon the Holy Spirit upon you. But before we do that, let's call the whole assembly of mm-hmm. the saints to be present and to pray for this man who is about to be ordained. That's a big reality. And it was beautiful because as I was laying down on the ground and as each saint was named, so St. Matthew, pray for us, St. Luke, pray for us, St. John, pray for us. As each saint was named, I could feel the presence of the saint behind me and I could feel the saint go for your brother who has my name. I'm St. Matthew, but for the brother Matthew that's in your community, Mm. you're going to be a deacon for this man. So pray for him too. And I felt that with the saints who share the name of some of my brothers. Oh, wow. So uh, St. Paul, we have a father, Paul, Mm -hmm. St. Peter, we have an abbot, Peter, St. Gregory, abbot Gregory, at each of those names said, I felt the saint say, you have a brother with my name. Mm. You're about to be a deacon. Your job is to pray for him. So do that. And so I felt that. And that was right before the Holy Spirit was invoked when the bishop lays his hands upon you. So it was, it was a strong moment for me. I love that very much. And, and you know, as, as all of us in the pews are praying for you, I, I was also thinking, you know, each saint and just, oh, wow, like what what an incredible community of saints that we have that are all praying for you. I mean, all the time, but especially in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and there was also a moment, I believe, you received the book of the Gospels. Is that right? Yes. That was another strong moment. And that's a confirmation of what the deacon is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So the bishop hands the deacon the book of the Gospels, and he says something like, you are ordained now to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're supposed to minister by preaching the gospel, but not only by words, but you have to embody what the gospel is. Mm. And so you have to minister, especially to the church's poor, but really to everyone. And not only the people in the church, but also to those who have never heard the gospel or would reject it. Right. Preaching to them, not necessarily by words, but just by being a good Christian mm-hmm. and by being with them. Now, brother, we also at the ordination, we got a ordination card. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Sure. So one of the traditions at our Abbey is when a man is going to be ordained a priest or a deacon, or if he's going to make solemn vows, he gets to create a holy card, pick an image and pick a quote. Well, the image I chose was an image from Fra Angelico's Last Judgment. 
And it's too big to put on a card, but I, I honed in on one specific scene. And I actually have, I have an image here of it. I picked this scene. This is an image of heaven. Mm -hmm. It's the saints and angels in heaven. And it's such a beautiful scene because as I was reflecting, I thought to myself, this image is showing what a deacon is supposed to do. And what do I mean by that? The image actually shows saints and angels in heaven, but they're, they're dancing. So they're holding hands with each other and they're dancing in a circle in perfect harmony and in tune with each other. And there are a couple of angels leading the dance. So you can't just have a random dance and expect everyone to follow. Mm -hmm. you, you need some people devoted to making the dance happen in an orderly way. So I thought to myself, this is an image of how the church is like in heaven, but how the church should and could be on earth. You have a couple of people leading the dance. These are the bishops, the priests, and deacons. And you have the faithful holding hands in time with each other, in harmony, not stepping on anyone's toes, you know, mm -hmm. watching each other's feet, watching where the one goes. This is an image of charity. And you have the priests and deacons as the ones leading the dance. And you have the lay faithful together with the bishops, with the deacons and with the priests, dancing in joy around the throne of God. So I chose that image because I thought, wow, I, I want to be one of those people who leads the church into a loving dance around God and to make that a reality even now here on earth. Uh, I felt that's my duty now as an ordained minister. I, I have a responsibility now to model this sort of mm -hmm. heavenly dance, the leading the heavenly dance here on earth. Wow, that is beautiful. I didn't know all of that that was behind that card. Brother, thank you so much for your time today and sharing about this very important step for you. And please know that we'll be praying for you as you continue your journey to the priesthood. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. I'm always, I'm always happy to be with you.